0: This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today.
1: Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com.
2: What's up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Liberty and Night with Nate and Charlie on the Free Talk Live Network, coming at you from Nashville, Tennessee. We are starting hour number two. We went through that whole terrible, terrible war funding bill that's actually... Uh, not going to make it anywhere, it seems like, which is great news. That's, a, that's a great news on a Tuesday night, right? But now we're talking about this social media hearing uh, where they asked Mark Zuckerberg to apologize to the families. Here's the video. Let no, me I ask
1: said. you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? I've. Would you like to do so now? Well, they're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. <laughs> Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people?
3: It's a weird place to be in. Like,
2: yeah, you have to do it. I so, can't hear him. He's not terrible. next to a microphone. ...the
0: things that your families have, have suffered. And this is why we invested so much in to You do efforts to uh,
2: to make sure that no one
3: has to go through the types of things that your family has to suffer. Awkward. Why so
2: awkward? Alright, now that that's out of the way. uh, What a lot of people asking in the live group right now is what, what harm has Facebook actually caused to people? You might have other people that have caused harm to other people. Facebook is just a a, a medium that people are using could be using think, cell phones or whatever.
3: Like is a USPS responsible for strongly <laughs> worded letters that are sent in the mail?
2: Yeah, it's their fault for delivering feelings? those
3: things for sure. <laughs> you know, the uh the does Apple play a part in this because they have the device that people download Facebook on to then use to bully people.
2: So the, I want to play the clip from Lindsey Graham and then we'll get on to the Are bigger, the, parents the bigger question. blame
3: because no, they de- had Charlie, they had the definitely kid, not the
2: parents responsibility. I'm
3: talking about the, the parents of the bully, mm, mm-hmm. that, you know, cause they had that bully Yeah, and then they weren't monitoring their bully well enough to know that he was bullying other kids into committing suicide.
2: No, no, it's a uh, never a parent's responsibility. To keep track of what their kids are doing At all It's it's, It's Facebook's
3: responsibility You want to rely
2: on the government for that kind of thing To to put safeguards in place And the different private companies And the evil corporations Mm -hmm. Let's listen to Lindsey Graham He's had enough Mr. Zuckerberg You and the companies before
0: us I know you don't mean it to be so But you have blood on your hands You have a product You have a product just killing people.
3: Says the guy who wants <laughs> to bomb everyone. When we so cigarettes Martin.
0: Killing people. We did some about it. Maybe not enough. You're going to talk about guns. We have the ATF. Nothing here. There's not a damn thing anybody can do about it. You can't be sued. Now, Senator... Blumenthal and Blackburn, who've been like oh, the dynamic the duo here, can't be sued. have found mm-hmm. emails from your company where they warned you about this stuff, and you decided not to hire 45 people that could do a better job of policing this.
2: Okay. As, as you pointed out, <laughs> there's something slightly ironic about Lindsey Graham's saying the words you have blood on your hands. Yeah. To mark zuckerberg and
3: and executives yeah. of social media at companies. the same
2: time that he's like tweeting on a social media platform about different countries that we should bomb you and, know that we should
3: turn to glass kind of weird yeah right that we should <laughs> <Right>. eliminate <laughs> lindsey graham wants to eliminate whole populations of yeah. people
2: his number one use of social media actually is to advocate for the death of as many people as possible. What did like, that's you just say about tells, Iran? You know?
3: That we should hit them hard now? Yeah.
2: Hit them now. Hit them hard. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the thing that scares me about this is we, we fight tooth and nail about, you know, uh, trying to help protect private companies and they can run their companies the way that they want and the government shouldn't get involved uh, with the things that you can or can't post on these companies. And the way that they always get in the door is by bringing you the saddest story possible and, of course, involving children. And then what you're going to do is create a bunch of support for a bill that essentially is going to be a moderation tool for the U.S. government. It's going to be a backdoor for the U.S. government and these social media companies. And they're going to do it under the guise of trying to protect children. But what they're actually going to be saying is that people in the U S government are going to have the right to dictate what you can and can't do yeah. with your platform.
3: We've got some ideas from the live group. Okay. Okay. Uh, how to solve the whole issue. We just need to bomb Facebook. We could do that. Bomb Facebook mm-hmm. into, to making sure that people don't kill people utilizing, yeah, kill the people, commu- yeah. communication of their platform.
2: People, people bombing people, powerful stuff, yeah. you know, uh, okay, we'll talk a little bit more about this next week uh, and and whether or not we can trust some of the data behind this or whether or not it's just being used uh, to open up a door for the U.S. government to get involved with these companies. In uh, an unrelated note, there's no reason this directly follows us talking about Lindsey Graham at all. The uh, U.S. has approved a plan to strike Iranian targets in Syria
3: and Iraq. Oh, so they... <laughs> Congress declared war. It's, it sort of sounds like that's Is what that, they did, right? <laughs> are you saying Congress declared war? <laughs> Seems like
2: they declared war. when they say U.S. approves plan. No, it's a uh, it's you know, it's, it's just the executive branch yeah, has who? approved a plan who? to strike these. I find it really weird how much uh, uh, how much warning they're giving people. You know, they're, we keep hearing, yeah, we're going to strike back because of this uh, attack that happened on the space in Jordan. And then you hear like, "Oh, we might be doing it tonight." Well, we'll let you guys know. The people that we're trying to strike and kill because they killed these people, we'll let you know. And now they're like, "Oh, now we're going to be hitting people in Syria and Iraq because you know Charlie Iran." We'll, <laughs> you, yeah, it's like we're gonna we're gonna be looking at Iran punching Iraq in the face. Like, yeah, you want more of this? <laughs> I'm gonna keep hitting Iraq <laughs> if you don't stop. <laughs> yeah and after all this is what we needed charlie we hadn't dropped enough bombs in syria and iraq yeah and or so on facebook this is probably <laughs> this is yeah. probably what's going to solve the problem yeah i would say
3: i think we should just go to war with everyone we should just in case to keep people safe yeah yeah we'd
2: be safer if we did that
3: the reason why we can't drop a few bombs on canada <laughs> just to let them know like hey we're here you know speaking of um, down south mexico just drop a as well few. yeah you know, to protect people from the cartel, just to let them know. Yeah,
2: that's right. I I think Lindsey Graham has probably tweeted something out like that before on those dangerous social media platforms. Here's another weird one just to brush over this story. That's going to get swept under the rug in about two hours uh, was the top story on the Washington post. When I clicked on it just a little bit ago, Um, precision equipment for Russian arms makers
3: came from Taiwan I being, told you everything's made in Taiwan, man. <laughs> You've been getting now. I learned that on Armageddon, and it's still true today. Here's the deal:
2: they're not Taiwan's not supposed to be selling stuff to Russia or the Russian arms makers. Mm. Um, it's a it's sort of an awkward situation because they found uh, since uh, January of last year there's been several million dollars worth of this technology uh, since January 2023. I machine technology, which is the company arms manufacturer in Russia. Has imported over twenty million dollars of sophisticated equipment called CNC machine tools made in Taiwan, which is a U.S. strategic partner, uh, according to trade records and Russian tax documents. Uh, the
3: computer Why would machines, they put this on record? Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if they're not supposed to. You so don't want to write that down, don't you? Want to not have that book? This is why you know all the bookies got in trouble and stuff well, back this in is, the day. This is one of those
2: books that sh- should have been burned, you, probably.
3: Yeah, you you shouldn't keep an accounting record of this type of thing. <laughs> The computer-controlled should machines. Find someone who could just memorize it in their mind. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: that's the guy. Then you take that guy out. Yeah, you know, because he knows too much. The computer-controlled machines Why are used for don't the. Think uh, women
3: can remember things very well.
2: No, uh, they're used for the complex and precise manufacturing that's critical in many industries, including weapons production. The Taiwan-made machines accounted for virtually all of the Russian company's imports in the first seven months of last year, according to the records. And the company's sales during that period were overwhelmingly to the Russian defense industry. Uh, they also sought to make the machines available for secretive Russian effort to mass produce the the attack drones that have unleashed horrors on the U.S. backed Ukrainian army. <laughs> That's a, just a weird phrasing, like you hear about like Iran backed militias and stuff. Like the the U.S. backed Ukrainian army, mm-hmm. according yeah, well, to We're an not involved in a war though. No, no, we're, we're not. It's not us. This is a weird situation where they're not supposed to be selling this kind of stuff to Russia. You end up finding out, well, Taiwan is selling stuff to help Russia make attack drones that are killing U.S.-backed Ukrainian army uh, people in, in, uh, in Ukraine. And then also, at the same time, we are threatening to potentially get into a war with China if they end up attacking Taiwan. Like, they're someone that we're willing to fight against China To protect or at least give them a bunch of weapons. And at the same time, they're helping a country that we are helping another country fight against over between Russia and Ukraine. I'm just saying it's sort of a weird sort of a weird timeline that we're living in right now. That seems pretty strange. It's just slightly confusing to me. Like I said nothing's going to come from this. No one else is going to talk about it when China is interesting.
3: Go back though. Cause it says that Taiwan has condemned Russia's invasion of Ukraine and in April, 2022 imposed controls on exports of technology to Russia, except for these things. We're going to still sell you these. Yeah. Hey, we don't like you <laughs> invading Ukraine. So why don't you just send secret Jones over instead <laughs> of troops? Mm-hmm. Be fine. Nobody will know the difference. <sighs> turns okay. out that if you can sell things for money, that
2: you'll, they'll do it. they will do it. Oh, mm-hmm. well, yeah. it's going to help them fight China. They need that money. This show is sponsored by better Well, it's January. So everyone's thinking new year, new me, right? But what if there are some things that you're already doing right and could just be expanded on? I started keeping a calendar at the end of last year, trying to get better organized with my crazy life schedule. Maybe you're like Charlie and you've already shed 80 pounds of extra weight and, you just have a little further to go. Well, therapy helps you find your strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. As you know, I've done therapy in the past and found it to be extremely helpful. It's not just for those that have major trauma, although it's perfect for that too, but it's also for people that want to learn positive coping skills and how to set healthy boundaries and how to be the best, the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And you just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress that you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GML.
3: All right, from the WAPO here... Um Get into some economics. Mm-hmm. Switching away from
2: war and
3: social media right now. Because actually the most important thing is economics. Mm-hmm. So uh, the House votes to expand the child tax credit and beef up corporate tax breaks.
2: We talked about this. Uh, we talked about this last week or the week before. Now, this hasn't gone through the Senate. They're saying it could have a tough time in the Senate. I think what's actually going to happen is that they're going to retool a couple things. And... Uh, I think they could add some stuff to it that could get it passed. Yeah. Uh, the biggest
3: reason yeah hey, uh, I want to say hi to Prax Ben real quick. Thanks oh, yeah. for joining. It says that we can invite him to join as a guest. Okay, We should do that sometime. We should do that sometime where <laughs> you can see both of us right now. It's just currently me. I'm live on TikTok for those wondering uh Nate's here as well. Hey, what's up it's yep. just it's it's more difficult to get a shot of the whole studio, but I think we can now go live via the computer Mm-mm. on TikTok. No, no. They only offer that for
2: Windows right now. Oh, yeah, the live studio thing. It's just a Windows
3: download. Anyway, send us a message, (laughs) Prax. We'll figure out how to how to sync up on TikTok. One of these days. The problem is we're millennials. Yeah, we don't know how. Yeah, we don't know how to do it. And I think I think Ben, you are maybe a Gen Z. So perhaps you could school us. We need to be. We on to be this talking. whole thing. There's
2: so many things I wanted to make a TikTok video about and I don't understand how to use like the green screen buttons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know how people like put stuff behind them and then there's other stuff and like I honestly just haven't figured out how to use TikTok yet. Oh, okay. Well, I just haven't done it. Yeah, I don't know how. Well, there's probably a video out there that would tell me, but I haven't watched it. Always room for improvement. I haven't found the video yet.
3: Okay, ben yeah. said, so, uh, "Yeah, for sure." Good. So we'll figure that out.
2: Good. There we go. House votes to expand child tax credit. Let's go through a couple of the A little bits of information we have here, Charlie. All
3: right. Most of the child tax credit enhancements would benefit lower income families. Oh, that's good. Yeah, imagine that. Who would be able to claim more of the credit the deal calls for increasing the maximum refundable credit for households, households who owe little or no income taxes. So what that means, obviously, when you get a refundable credit is even if you don't pay taxes, you still get money from the government. Yep. Yep. So, low-income families with more than one child would receive the same credit for each of their children, just as higher-income households already do. Also, families would have the choice of using their earnings in the current year or prior year in case their income is volatile. Depends on how many (laughs) ham sandwiches you're slinging on the street corner. Mm -hmm. Tamales. That's right. The credit would be adjusted for inflation starting in 2024, which is expected to bump up. The maximum credit to $2,100 per child in 2025, up from the current $2,000, according to the left-leaning center on budget and policy priorities.
2: Maximum credit, $2,100 per child in 2025. And I love that they're going to inflation adjust in something that's going to cause inflation. It's always beautiful when they do that, you know. I mean, it's smart. They know that it's going to cause enough inflation that the the money's going to be worthless after a few years. So you need to bump up the number with the inflation that you're helping cause. Yeah. Well, if <laughs> so you could thinking ahead,
3: the thing about the perpetual motor, Nate, is if you could just invest in the right motor mm-hmm. to perpetually keep supplying itself with energy. You
2: would need an actual power source that would just keep itself it going.
3: Keep itself going.
2: Yeah, because that's an an
3: actual. Thing. So if you print more money so that you can spend more money, even though the price of money keeps going up, you just keep printing more. And eventually, you're printing enough money and giving away enough money that it solves the, itself.
2: I didn't hear a single thing wrong with that at all. That, that makes, makes total that sense, makes doesn't it? That makes perfect sense. Exactly. Well, let's listen to what Thomas Massey had to say about this. People on TikTok won't be able to hear it because they're not... In they're right not, now, they, they don't have any. Here we
1: go. I would like to yield such time as the gentleman shall consume to my friend from Kentucky.
0: The gentleman from Kentucky is recognized. I thank the gentleman from Texas. Look, there's something in this bill called tax credits, but they're also called refundable. So, what is a refundable tax credit? It's welfare by a different name. We are going to give cash payments, checks to people who don't even pay taxes. The hardworking constituents that I represent in Kentucky are tired of getting up at 6 a.m., driving an hour or two to work, working their high hands off to watch their neighbors collect these checks, of which there will be more of after this bill. It's just wrong. Now, does anybody find it interesting that the Democratic leadership has not even claimed time in opposition to this bill? Why is that? Why aren't they opposed? Now, there are a few Democrats opposed. Maybe some don't think it goes far enough, or some are opposed to the what they call corporate welfare in here. But by and large, the Democrats are not opposed to this because this is an expansion of the welfare state. That is what it is.
2: Now, he's totally right about that. The, uh, the point that he's making about Democrats not claiming any time to come up and be in opposition, this does have more tax breaks for corporations. It brings in some tax breaks that were in the original 2017 tax cuts and jobs act uh, that expired. And it brings some of those back, but Democrats aren't opposed to it because they're getting this expansion of the child tax credit. And what they know is that this is never, it's its not going to go away. Once you do it for a couple of years with COVID and you take a year off and uh, people are just hurting so badly that already we're talking about bringing it back. Like this is something that's just not going to go away. The tax cuts for the corporations, they could expire and and get left behind, but eventually the thing that's going to stick is going to be this expanded child tax credit. And I happen to think it's a terrible idea. They keep talking about how uh, it lifted so many people out of poverty, and no one seems to mention the inflation that happened during this time that people were getting these child tax credits either, the amount of money that people were paying extra every month for food and all that stuff, gas and all that was was more than what people were being given, but no one seems to care. I guess if you're the person getting the money that's that's how it works so
3: well, and we talk about all the time, there's nothing so permanent as a temporary government program mm-hmm. so and then like you get people addicted to this thing, you know, get them addicted to receiving the government benefit, and so if you take it away, then you're like, "Well, you'll lose your job, mm hmm they're going to vote for the people who going to give them more stuff.
2: That know? is what happens. And we talked about this last time we mentioned it. Which I don't, I don't
3: understand how it's not bribery.
2: <laughs> it is like it is bribery. I mean, it actually is does. bribery. You bribe people for votes to give away their own money back to them and well, <laughs> give away other, people's <laughs> other money. other people's money yeah. and your own money because yeah. everyone, everyone pays some kind of tax. Even if it's just a sales tax, you're still paying for taxes. Yeah. So, uh, I did want to I did want to mention the way that they're paying for this, which is what we mentioned a couple weeks ago, is taking away another program that was also supposed to be temporary. So both of these things, the the earned income, the uh, earned employee retention credit, sorry, employee retention credit and the child tax credit, the expanded one, were both supposed to be temporary COVID programs. And they are now saying that this expanded child tax credit is getting paid for by removing one of the other temporary COVID programs, yeah, and that's how that somehow it's paid
3: for. That makes total
2: sense. They were both part of temporary COVID programs, and <laughs> that makes sense. You know, and now we're getting rid of this thing and saying that that's how we're paying for it. It makes. I, I just can't, I can't wrap my mind around this and I can't wrap my mind around how they are actually going to call this paid for. The point is they can and people will listen to it and people will print it and the Washington Post and the New York Times will print it and they'll say it's paid for and everyone will just go on about their day. But this is not paid for. This is why the government budget never goes down. They're literally using getting rid of a temporary program as saying that they are paying for another program. It, it's a joke. Yeah. And it's ridiculous that they get away with this.
3: I love how they, so the IRS here talks about the employee retention credit and that, uh, the IRS commissioner, Danny Warfel said that, uh, he expected the IRS expected to see a trickle of fraudulent claims for the ERC
2: of claims. Yeah. For the, uh, employee retention credit. Mm-hmm.
3: But instead, they are seeing a tsunami. Mm-hmm. Just the, the predictions of the government are always wrong. They are. I can't think of a single thing that they've gotten right.
2: They, it's because it's, it's too difficult. Well, it's actually not, it's not as difficult as they make it out to be, but they're really, really bad at predicting human actions. You know, when you put out an incentive program for people to do something, who's going to take advantage of that? And it's very difficult, I guess, for them to predict human action, imagine? but we could have told you this was going to happen, so I guess it's not hard for libertarians. Coming up, we got a little bit more on this story, and then we're going to start Dumb Bleep of the Week. we got a whole bunch of submissions this week from the Fed Haters Club. That's join gml.com, gml, for Good Morning Liberty. That's our daily show. But right now, we're called Liberty at Night.
1: USA News Update. Radical Islamist militias linked to Iran have only seen the beginning of retaliatory U.S. airstrikes, so says the Pentagon. And there will be additional actions taken to hold the IRGC and affiliated militias accountable for their attacks on U.S. and coalition forces. U.S. airstrikes hit dozens of targets across multiple days this past weekend. Pentagon spokesman Major General Pat Ryder confirmed there were enemy casualties but offered few other details. Britain's King Charles III has been diagnosed with cancer and will postpone public engagements while he receives treatment Vidant patel spokesperson for the u.s state department thoughts are with the king um this is really uh with the king and his family that's sad news and um, hope that um actually that's just that's 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 very sad and i'm
2: very sorry for the king and his family
1: buckingham palace says king charles has already begun treatments i'm ryan daniels usa news
4: i know i need to pay attention to my health but I just can't seem to find the time. Between rushing to work and taking care of the kids, there's not much time left over for me. So I decided to start small, by eating more fruits and vegetables and being more active. And then I got the family to make some changes too. We started by keeping a bowl of fresh fruit on the counter, and I limit the amount of sweet snacks I keep in the house. I've also found some creative ways to add more vegetables to our meals. We're taking more walks, and on the weekends, we head down to the pool at the rec center. It doesn't happen every day, but it does happen. You don't have to change your entire life to be healthier. Just make some simple changes and include your family. You'll see how easy and fun it can be.
5: You can make a difference. Eat smart, play hard. And when you do, your kids will too. A challenge from USDA.
1: We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at Freetalklive.com, and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live.
2: What is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Liberty at Night with Nate and Charlie. We're getting close to doing Dumbly, but the week here pretty soon, still in the middle of one specific uh, conversation, but we're almost there. Could
3: you imagine if the U.S. government had to do earnings calls, (laughs) right? Because, you know, you're not perfect on your projections. Sometimes you're projecting a quarter to, you know, sell a hundred million and maybe you only sell like 95. Mm Mm-hmm or even 80 sometime or whatever. In which
2: case, millions of people would take away the money that they were giving you. Exactly.
3: (laughs) And in some quarters, you project 100 million and you make 150. And then millions of people come in and give you more money. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because you're like, whoa. But you notice that the even massive corporations are not that far off on their projections, hardly ever, because they're well aware and very intricate in their dealings and what they expect
2: well, they have to be right too. there's an incentive there if they're wrong it's going to be really bad to the tune of billions of dollars of people voluntarily taking their money away from them but the government can just project like
3: oh you know if we implement this billionaire tax we're going to get 44 billion dollars a year and they fail to think about the fact that billionaires would just move their money
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. they will take it out of the stock market and they're going to put it in other investments they'll around a, the world.
2: They'll find a, they'll find a way to get around it. A yes. lot of them will.
3: They'll collect more
2: taxes than they otherwise would have from those specific people, but they might lose it in other ways. Let's talk about universal basic income for a minute. I don't see any problems with this, and neither does Nina Turner. Uh, there's a story here from Business Insider saying that Austin experimented with giving people $1,000 a month. They spent the no-strings-attached cash mostly on housing. And, in fact, you go into the study and you find that people were spending most of it on housing. They didn't run out and quit their jobs or anything like that. Uh, it overall helped the 135 people that were involved in the test program.
3: Nina Turner said, Should people of color get more? Well, yeah. UBI, you think?
2: Well, actually, I mean, it just should be that white people shouldn't get it. Okay. And- you know, only people of color should get it. She says, studies upon studies show just how impactful universal universal basic income is. We should start to believe the studies and acting upon them. Uh, it's not a great sentence right there, but whatever. It's Nina Turner. So that's, that's not really... This doesn't prove that UBI works. And this is not what the kids would call COPE or whatever, and, you know, when you come back and try to uh, say that that's not what this means. No, this... It doesn't prove that UBI works when you give it to 135 people. When you have a city that's got, I have no clue, 500,000 people in it. Probably more than that. I don't I don't know what it is. And you give 135 people what is $12,000 a year. You're not going to do enough damage in the economy. You're not putting out enough money into the economy to change the prices of all the goods in the economy. It's 135 people. It's as if they got a... Better job. You know? And they got a little or they got a little raise at their job, you know. You're not gonna see the prices change that much when it's a small amount of people. And that's what all of these studies that she points to, whether they're in California or Denver or wherever it is that they're doing these things, they're always really, really small groups of people. And they'll say, Well, look, they used it to pay for this and now they had a they had a better life. They were they were less stressed out and uh, they were able to pay the rent or maybe they got a nicer but place
3: or whatever. now imagine you give that money to everyone. Yeah. Well, that's the new zero. That's exactly. Yeah. I was yeah, I was literally about to say that. If it's $1,000 a month, then now $1,000 equals zero.
2: That's the new baseline. Everyone has it. Yeah, It's the same as zero at that point. Yes. And anything that people make over $1,000, well, it's the first thousand is zero. Anything above that is your actual buying power that you have out there in the economy Exactly, because everyone has a thousand. And so it's the entire economy works out to where. So the price that's of nothing,
3: the price of living will now raise by a thousand dollars. Yes. Everywhere. Yeah. Automatically plus tax. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes. So no, that's not, that's not what this proves. It proves that people can do good work in helping people, uh, in small doses in areas and it and it probably won't affect the economy that much now if you did the whole thing in one neighborhood and everyone in this neighborhood had a thousand more well then probably stuff around that neighborhood you know your your uh, gas stations or your dollar store or your grocery store you could see some changes if it's all in one concentrated area uh, that people are living in but no, 135 people out of a town of however many hundreds of thousands, is not going to change the economy. When you try and do it over the entire country, it, that's when the bad stuff happens. And yeah, it's exactly right. A thousand becomes zero. But
3: also, as, you know, you've mentioned on the show several times, we have like 50 separate countries. We do. In America. Let's, let's give the people what they want. You know, give Nina what she wants. Let's find a state and run an experiment on the whole state. I, so I, And see if that state does not become more expensive to live in than any other state.
2: I totally agree with you uh, and, the, uh, and I agree with the spirit of the matter, but I can't technically get behind that because just because 51% of the people in Tennessee vote that they want to do this, it doesn't mean that I would want to condemn the other 49% uh, to, to deal with that. So it's still wrong. Well, it no is no matter where they do it. It is if you are going to be stealing money from people and giving it to other people. It's it still is
3: wrong. A, It would be a way for us to prove it. Yeah, and the people who live in that state can move out if they want to, so that they don't have to deal with that.
2: It is much better to do it on a state level instead of instead of national. It's even better to do it on a city saying, level, it, a whole city, if they want to do that.
3: Free college, free health care, universal basic income, all reparations. <laughs> Let's try it. Try it out. Try it in a state mm-hmm it's not gonna work raise the taxes to 100 in that state like we could literally try it out mm-hmm the live group is saying that we we do have that it's called california yeah, that's True. <laughs> <laughs> except remember they couldn't get the the universal health care <laughs> passed <laughs> commie california couldn't even get a pass because they what did they figure out oh it would be too expensive and we don't have mm-hmm. enough money for that
2: um in and- Unrelated news to economics, of course, just bad news for people at UPS. You know they had really good news in the middle of last year. We saw the memes going around about UPS drivers getting paid one hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year. Remember that the big win for the unions? Yeah. Well, they're laying off twelve thousand workers because uh, of pay raises and falling revenue at the company completely unrelated to the union contract and to people making a ton of money there. Yep. You know, uh, there's no way it's related to it at all.
3: I bet you could go back to our, our episode <laughs> where we talk about how one of the answers to this is they're probably going to have to let go of some people.
2: Now what they can't do because of the union rules in the department of labor, they can do it. It would just be really costly for them to do so is that they're not firing the union employees because that would be way too difficult They probably end up with lawsuits on their hands and and things like that, or even even more strikes. Like They can't retaliate against the union employees, uh, so says the Department of Labor. Uh, So instead, they're firing 12,000 other people who aren't represented by the union. So the people that are in the union, they're still fine.
3: Uh, You pay your dues for a reason, man.
2: (laughs) Pay those dues, and you can screw your other co-workers out of a job. Yeah. Now, if the entire place was unionized, then they would have to get rid of some of them. But I don't know. If you want to read some of this, we can...
3: All right, UPS plans to slash about 2% of its 500,000-person workforce. Most of the 12,000 job cuts will be full and part-time management positions and contract roles, UPS executives said. No employees rep- represented by the, the union have been affected. Um, the cuts are part of the delivery giant's efforts to change how it works, which include using AI and other technologies to make operations more efficient, said CEO Carl Tomei. Mm. Notably, the types of jobs the company has decided to trim suggest how hard it is to automate the labor-intensive work of being a delivery driver. UPS also reported that revenue plunged 9.3% last year. The company posted an adjusted operating profit of $9.9 billion, down 28.7% from 2022 when they price-gouged everyone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Why aren't they? Why won't they just price gouge everyone now? Remember when? That's what I would do. if profit, I, were then, I would institute price gouging.
3: Well, in 2022, they were they were part of the conspiracy for profit to be over half of the reason why inflation mm-hmm. was so mm-hmm. high. Yeah, that was partly. And then in them. 2023, they were like, "Oh, we can't participate in this conspiracy anymore." Well,
2: they're not greedy. They've probably fired the greedy people. That was the first step, right here, is they that's, got rid of the greedy people.
3: That's right. Uh, afterwards, and that's why their
2: profit went down by 28.7 mm-hmm. percent. of course. And the problem with unions, (laughs) one of the problems, one of the thousand problems with unions is that you can't account for this kind of stuff. You know, their profits, their operating profit goes down by almost 30%. Well, now you can't go in there and just fire a whole bunch of the union employees that are making a ton of money. They're going to make it too hard for you uh, to do that. What was that trucking company that went bankrupt? Um, Was it yellow? Is Is that the ones that yeah, they got yellow. Only it's in on the orange on the side. It says yellow. Yeah, yeah. They went uh, they went bankrupt, and one of the reasons that they pinpointed the
3: painter was colorblind.
2: That was one of the big problems. No one could understand. Yeah, um, they're going to do orange, but nothing rhymes with that. So what are you going to do? Yeah. So <laughs> one of the things they pinpointed was that the union had made it impossible for them to restructure their company, and they could not get rid of the people or decrease their hours that they needed to get rid of to try and get back in the green with their money. And so they ended up having the file bankruptcy. God.
3: And it's, it's so, better. It's better that these people lose their jobs. Mm-hmm, letting go work at UPS. Yeah.
2: Be <laughs> <laughs> drivers <laughs> over there. Let's just, here's the deal. Economics is the most important thing. Okay. That's why we try to talk about it as much as possible on this podcast. Uh, people lose jobs. They lose livelihoods. Um, the government consistently screws up economics and I hate unions about as much as I do governments because I consider them to be governments, you know, they're backed up by the gun of the government anyway. So they might as well be their own governments. Um, And It's
3: not because we don't want workers to have rights, mm -hmm. right? Or it's not because we don't want people to have good working conditions or whatever. It's, it's important that the employee and employer relationship is good for both parties, Mm -hmm. but employees and employers should be able to come together to make those agreements.
2: The best way to make that happen.
3: It works based off competition and labor being able to move. And it gives the employer the incentive to treat their employee well so that they don't leave and go to the competition. Mm -hmm. And that's how it would all work in a free market without all of these other things that aren't part of the free market at play, which then get blamed on the free market
2: it's dumb bleep of the week that's right that is the day of the week every single friday of the week when we want to or we go live to the fed haters club we hang out with them we go through some of the submissions for the dumbest thing of the week i think every single submission except for one came from the live group this week
3: so about that?
2: if it if the show sucks, you blame them. You blame the Fed Haters Club. It's not me. We didn't put this together. We're going to be presenting other people's submissions for Dumb Leap of the Week to you. I guys. I would
3: say these folks scoured the webs for the dumbest things, but you don't have to actually scour the web.
2: Yeah. No, they're they're dumb the, for sure. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of dumb stuff on
3: here. It just appears. Yes. Well. It's in your feed every day. Mm-hmm. It's the dumbest things.
2: Pretty much I could I could open up Twitter right now and we'll probably find a dumb bleep submission.
3: And then you're like, these people vote. Yeah. And should they vote? No. I well, how do you know, you bigot? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Did you yeah. see what color they were before you said that? I assumed.
2: <laughs> like uh, we could have just gone with this one For Bernie Sanders He just said something uh, He just said something real dumb That could have made dumb bleep of the week Although oh, is this, not, one this is, or this or this is, is not one I'm just oh. showing you an example Of how easy it would be To find a dumb bleep at any minute Bernie Sanders just said If a CEO offers a member of Congress Five dollars to vote for a bill It's considered bribe and a crime If a CEO starts a super PAC And raises tens of millions for that member It's perfectly legal Why is this allowed? Well, I responded back with, um, if a politician offers you $5 to vote for them, it's a crime. But if a politician promises to take $5 from your neighbor and give it to you and calls it a welfare payment, it's perfectly legal <laughs> see just zero self-awareness there from Bernie Sanders. Yeah. So anyhow, that's, that's just how easy it is to find potential things that could be on dumb bleep of the week,
3: but you don't have to, could you just come here?
2: Yeah. That's, and then we, that's we how find you find it for them. you. But that wasn't one of them.
3: No, that, was, that was
2: an example it's a warm-up yeah like if we were to we try were and just find one
3: stretching mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> that's, that's just yeah it's kind of getting their legs uh, under us right now <laughs> for doing this early show yeah. at the moment well let's actually look at number one it has to do with the border down in tejas uh, they've been talking about this border reform bill that they could get passed through congress i guess if the republicans wanted to compromise as you know all the stuff going on with the border Down there in Tejas, it's getting messy. Maybe we'll have a civil war. Maybe we won't. Uh, Mike Johnson, that's the Speaker of the House. He's a real person, apparently, uh, from what I'm told. Wasn't real sure to start with. He said any border shutdown authority that allows even one illegal crossing is a non-starter. Thousands each day is outrageous. The number must be zero. So just so you know, their compromise bill is a bill that essentially allows what's happening right now to keep happening up to... The, this is the word on the street, up to like five thousand people a day mm. coming across the border illegally. And if it goes over that, then they'll do something, but like five you know five thousand or lower, that's fine, yeah, okay, and so Mike Johnson saying, well, that's not.
3: It's like that's it's like allowing health. just a few pieces of mouse turds in your food. Just a few. Yeah. Okay. Well, we actually do do that. Though I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's the, that's what the government takes a stance on. It's more like well, let's, you know,
2: let's look at Brian Krasenstein. to protect you. It's a little bit more like allowing just a few murders. But if it goes over, you know, a hundred, we're going to start saying the murder is yeah. illegal. You <laughs> right. know. that's a little bit more like it. But Brian Krasenstein doesn't see it that way. What's he say, Charlie?
3: He says, imagine if Mike Johnson applied this irrational and irresponsible line of thinking to all of our laws. Let's only enact laws to stop murder if we can stop 100% of murders. Let's only enact laws to stop mass shootings if we can stop 100% of mass shootings. Those are the same laws. Let's only enact laws to stop sexual assault if we can stop 100% of sexual assault. Let's only enact laws to stop fentanyl if we can stop 100% of all fentanyl. Start legislating and stop politicizing everything.
2: <clears throat> so those are all really bad examples. I think he completely missed the point here. His his example is, let's only enact laws to stop murder if we can stop 100% of the murders. That's not what this is saying. What this is saying is that you're going to allow 5,000 murders and you're only going to care after there's 5,000. Right. That's would be an actual analogy uh, comparing to what this law is if you're talking about people breaking a law and allowing them to do that. So you're not saying, well, if we can't stop all the murders, it's not going to be illegal. You're saying someone proposed a law that said let's allow five thousand murders, and then we're not going to do anything unless it's over that. That's what you're actually saying. So that's dumb. Yeah. Just so you know.
3: Well, also, by the way, if 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 they make crossing illegal illegal again, <laughs> <laughs> that's not as good of a tagline. We'll have
2: to. What are the, uh, what's, the what's the acronym for that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> if they do that, there's still going to be illegal crossings. They are just like murder is illegal, but they're still murders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, have you seen Dateline?
2: I've seen Dateline. Yeah, I've yeah. seen all of them, all 32 seasons of it. There's
3: plenty of murders that Quite still happen. Lot. It's been illegal for a long time. Um, speaking
2: of, Joe Biden says he just can't do anything about the border, and we're going to put in our disclaimer. We're going to leave out the fact that we're libertarians and have nuanced views about immigration and the border. Okay. But it is kind of dumb to see Biden up here saying that he just doesn't have the power to do anything about this. And he needs a brand new law that gives him a bunch of powers to yeah. enforce actual laws that are on the books right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what he's saying.
0: On all I can do. Just give me the power. The very day I got it off. Give me the border control. Give me the people. Give me the people to judges, Give me the people who can stop this and make it work. Less.
2: They always do interviews out by... Like a a jet that's about to take off, or a helicopter, or something that's super loud. You know, that way you can't hear
3: how old he is. Give me an bow Give me an <laughs> <it about> hour. <laughs> give me way, the border patrol, sir. The way, border patrol's under your command.
2: <laughs> it sounds perfectly normal the way he's speaking because there's something really loud in the background. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee you that's strategic on their part. A lot of these interviews. No, the thing is, uh, Mike Johnson actually put out a. Pretty good synopsis. Uh, Biden has taken 64 different executive actions to either remove things that Trump did or to take away some of the powers that people had to stop illegal immigration. Once again, I'm not really making an argument for or against immigration or illegal immigration. The dumb part about this is Biden all of a sudden pretending that for him to take any actions, it would take an act of Congress. He doesn't pay attention to that when it comes to bombing other countries, hmm. doesn't pay attention to that when it comes to student loan relief, doesn't pay attention to that when it comes to mandating vaccines for people. He doesn't care about that. But in this case, he's able to put it all on Congress and say, well, I just can't do anything. They just won't give me the power to undo the things that I've already done since I got here. You yeah. know, they just can't do it. <sighs> Politicians, man, they're all liars. i tell you what. Mm hmm. Uh, all but a f- all but a few there's a select few that all right. maybe aren't liars number two this is from last week but we missed it mm. i missed it because yeah. you weren't here and so i wanted to make sure we got it in here okay
3: erection selection chucky schumer calls for federal action this is given name on zen nicotine pouches those darn pouches mm-hmm. are just you know you you ban them for kids, and they just switch to putting things in their mouth like kids do. You know? <laughs> just, they're always putting, they're just always putting stuff in their mouth. Always putting stuff in their mouth.
2: Let's listen to what he had to say about these Zen pouches. Here's a CBS News report.
0: Action to crack down on a product called Zen, he says the nicotine pouches pose a danger to teens as they use them as an alternative to e-cigarettes. Pouch
1: packed with problems, high levels of nicotine. So today I'm delivering a warning to parents because these nicotine pouches seem to lock
2: their sights on young kids, teenagers and even lower, and then use the social. Now, hold on. The nicotine pouches, they lock their sights on, on young kids. <laughs> the pouches are pretty they're smart, but there's still a lot of tech. They're not just packed with problems. They're packed with
3: brilliant technology and the fact inside they can of them. see through the case that they're in. Even, <laughs> I know, you know.
2: It's uh, omnipresent nicotine pouches (laughs) that we're dealing with right here.
3: (laughs) Just watching kids go by the gas station. (laughs) Malevolent little pouches. Locking eyes on
2: them. (laughs) Let me see if (laughs) he said anything else. Senator Schumer. Okay, that's enough. Um, So he's taking it upon, it's time for them to warn parents
3: about this. Um, You're telling me you banned e-cigarettes and then now they're... Now they're doing pouches. Well, the problem is they're using these pouches
2: as an alternative to vaping because you can get away with it a little bit easier. But the thing is, they're doing vaping as an alternative to smoking cigarettes, Yeah, which are also way more dangerous. The thing is, kids are going to do nicotine. It's just a thing. Mm-hmm. People, people do nicotine. Yeah. Probably about the most addictive drug there is out there. And does
3: this make it easier? Of course it does. I'd say caffeine. It's over nicotine, but maybe, maybe. Yeah possible you know, um people can't seem to get away from caffeine yeah i, I hear people are drinking caffeine which one days. would
2: you rather not have for the next week uh, you got seven days you can either go without nicotine or without caffeine hmm.
3: me <laughs> yeah oh Ca- i didn't i don't want to go without caffeine mm, okay yeah i got gotcha. you i can handle the nicotine <laughs> yeah i bet you
2: can <laughs> i bet you can the other thing is I, I We keep seeing these things that just take responsibility off of parents. We talked about the social media hearing yesterday where it's uh, going to be on the government to get in there and control these social media companies. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg has blood on his hands. He's got blood. Lindsey Graham told him that he has blood on hands. <laughs> that could have been a dumb bleep right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a little bit ridiculous. And we keep just taking responsibility off parents. I know you don't
3: parents. mean to, but you got blood on your hands. <laughs>
2: That was pretty good. I like that. <laughs> that was a good Lindsey Graham right there. Yeah. Um, I happen to believe as someone who doesn't have kids and so it's easy for me to say that it should be the responsibility of parents to make sure that their kids aren't doing stuff. If you want to buy, you can buy little nicotine test strips off of Amazon if you want to and test your kids. And if you see that they're positive for, for nicotine, well, take their phone away or, or beat them with a stick, you know, either one of those <laughs> make things,
3: them pick a switch. Yeah. You know, remember those, Whichever you can't one. do that anymore. Though, I man. think that's where we went wrong. In fact, we should ban switches.
2: I think you could draw a clear line from when it became wrong to hit your kid. <laughs> And the downfall of our society. Yeah. I think they both started at the same time. I heard that from a comedian the other night. Yeah.
3: You know? <laughs> oh, did he say that? He said, keep warm, stay safe, and beat your kids. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm only, I'm partly joking. I do. I promise you, I'm partly joking. Okay. Um, let's see. There was a little bit of words on that, but I don't think we,
3: I don't think we need it. It's just, it's what's going to happen. <clears throat> I mean, there's always going to be a black market. There, People are going to find a way to do what they want to do. It yeah. doesn't matter what you're going to ban smoking and vaping and alcohol, whatever people are going to turn to pouches. Next will be the patch, mm-hmm. you know, the toothpicks. The, the, you know, then they're going to get the injectable, you know, <laughs> that slowly releases yeah. nicotine over time. Be
2: shooting nicotine,
3: you only have to get you know one every six months. <laughs> Just get that little bead in your arm.
2: Okay, that's, that's it. That's dumb bleep number two. Uh, Chucky erection Schumer. The the next one here I already put it in there. Um, that's uh we're, we're only through two dumb bleeps right now, so we got at least like eight or nine more coming right up. You want to be ready? We're gonna see who the live group, the Fed Haters Club, is gonna vote for to be the dumbest thing this week on Liberty and Night with Nate and Charlie on the Free Talk Live
5: Network.